When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Friday. It's 545. This is the Morning Sickness. My name's John Holmberg. There's Brady Bogan. There's Brett Fesley. There's Big Dick Toledo. Let's do this thing and get through it and get to the weekend. The Cubs are in town, damn it. The Cubs are here. You going? Back on, huh? Ah, you know. You'll go to one. The tale of two halves. I was basically the UAW first way through the season. I was on strike. I looked at that Cubs team. I'm like, they spent a bunch of money on guys that I shouldn't get used to. That's the day. That's that's sports. And again, right here on this show, Chael Sonnen came in here and changed my entire perspective with one phrase about sports. And he goes, after a while, you have to start paying attention to what the owners and the players are doing and just decide whether or not you're cheering for laundry or a team. I'm like, oh, my God. I've been cheering for laundry a lot. Like, just the clothes, just the outfit. Whoever day wears one. it from day one. I just I see that uniform. I'm like, whoever's in it, I like them. And then so I started to kind of have a little more jaded eye on who was on the team and what they were doing and what the future plans were. And am I getting involved in something that's worthwhile? Or am I being duped and being played a sucker because my uh, passion and my emotion live so deeply in these uh, sports franchises that they, they know that and they take advantage of me? Then you start seeing it from a different perspective when people are like, oh, well, if you don't do this, you're not a loyal fan. It's like, wait a second. What is it about me that needs to be loyal to you? You're the Plus, one, you're the one making all the, the money. Laundry. Well, yeah. They, well, they make, if you don't have all the uniforms, you're not a loyal fan. If you don't support us when we're, you know, like the Cardinals tanking the season, you don't support us. I mean, you're not here for the lows. You shouldn't be allowed to be here for the highs, which is kind of true. If you're a super fan, you should sit through the lows. You should eat the piles that the team's given you. My Steelers are different because they're always kind of competitive. If they're not competitive, they win. They're not 2 and 14, 15. They never have those seasons. So, and they never just sit and go, sorry, fans, what are you going to do? Like the Cardinals are doing. Bah. Deal with it. Eh, you don't know what you're missing. <laughs> the Bears. The Bears. <laughs> and you start looking at it like, why am I cheering for this? Actually, they, you do with the Cubs for how many years? Absolutely. I mean, up until 2016, yeah. Yeah. And prior to that, you get little doses of things. And then this year, what the Cubbies did, they went out and bought one-year guys. They, you know, a couple of, you know, Jamison Tyon got a few years. Bellinger gets one year. You're like, they're not going to be there next year. How so, many years? What is the record for a team in the NFL to go under six wins? Like, Under six uh, like wins? A five-year run. I don't know. I don't know. I there's don't been know teams that, ever... that have missed the playoffs for 20 years, and the Lions haven't been in it for 30. Again. But, but I'm just curious because, you know, usually that 
two-win deal changes. Well, it's to hard extent. to lose two, or it's hard to win just two games. Yeah, but it's there like isn't really like a to... player that's constantly at the bottom, and they. Yeah, there are. They're the Bears. <laughs> they have years. Again, though, that's the thing I've always said. Is bad yeah. teams have constant lows with an occasional spike high for a couple of years. The Browns, the Bears, Cardinals. Seeing if I can find something like that. It's, yeah, I don't know what the stat would be on that. But, you know, they're calling out people's loyalties, and we do it. So the first half of the season, I hated the Cubs for some reason. And then they actually made some midseason moves. I'm like, oh, no, they're really fun. And they were terrible until, like, June. And then they were really good. Now they're kind of... In September, they're losing to teams like the Rockies. I'm like, oh no, you were in it, and now you're. But again, like I say about teams that I don't support, Jets going to Jet, Browns going to Brown, Cardinals going to Cardinal, Cubs going to Cub. They were right there, game back of first place in September. They get trounced by the Diamondbacks last week and lose two out of three to the Rockies and should have lost all three. And there I am. Look at me today. What am I wearing? A Cubs shirt. So this is another however many dollars I've spent on that team. And I've spent a lot of money on that team. And then they tell me I'm not loyal. Apparently Tampa Bay had the record for the most consecutive losing seasons at 14. But that's losing seasons. Right, yeah. yeah. From they 83 to 96. They could have been 7 and 9 a couple of times. Yeah. That ain't good. Nope. And you know a few of those years they did only win three or four games. And, and Tampa Bay was terrible for a long time. Oh, yeah. That's like the last one I can remember because they just rolling out. They just never got going. Well, the Packers through the 80s were horrible, and the Tampa was horrible. There's been a few that have been like... 49ers went through a spell. Oh, in the 70s, they were dreadful until the Montana years. New Orleans. New Orleans never made the playoffs till 89. And that was a ridiculous run. So I don't think they ever won a playoff game till the late 90s, early 2000s. They always got beat. Either way, loyalty. That's what they're questioning. So am I just cheering laundry? <laughs> I'm still caught in the middle. 50-50. I admire Diamondback fans. You guys completely quit on your team when they're no good, and I, I think that's great. It's like, ah, eh, they're no good. Nobody goes. The Pirates. The damn Pirates will question teams loyal or the, the fans' loyalty. I'm like, well, what do we have to be loyal to? You guys have done nothing. So, yes, I'm probably even – not only am I just going to a game, I'm sort of excited about it. And I'm trying to temper my excitement. I don't want to get too hyped up because I know the Cubs are going to Cub. They're too close. They're going to end up as a wild card team, and they're going to lose like 13 to one in the wild card game. Just, I just hopes up, hopes dashed. It's painful, but yeah, here they are. Cubbies are in town, so welcome, Cubs. I still love you. You know, I'm basically the girl that used to be on Jerry Springer that sat there with bruises on her face, going, "Yeah, but." I still love them. I've taken every beating you can take from this bastard. You're at the corner of the bar. <laughs> Last call. Yep, I'm the bar fly. I got to get home to my husband. He's terrible to you. I know, but I love him. <laughs> he doesn't mean it. He drinks. The Cubs are just sitting there with their big dick. Hey, you ain't leaving for real. You don't know. This time I mean it. She'll be back. And sure enough, June, there I am going, hey, Cubs. Sorry about that. I am an abused wife. And they know it. And they giggle at me constantly. <laughs> well, look who it is. In the third row of the first baseline. Mister, I'm not going to a game this year. We know you'd be back. You can't live without this big fat cub D. Here's the core that we can count on. Yeah. No matter what jersey. we do. Yeah, now, you know what? We got some new Wrigleyville jerseys and I noticed you ain't got one. If you're loyal to me, you'll do what's right. But I don't want to. Yeah, listen up and go get a jersey. 
You're right. <laughs> He's right. I've been neglecting him. And tonight you're rolling over and you're taking one in the back door for all of this nonsense for the first half of the season. And sure enough, I'm going to get back involved. And you know what's going to happen to me? I'm going to get right in the butt. Because they're going to screw up September. Losing to the Rockies. Anyway, welcome, Cubs. Do you want a Coke or something? I'll go get it. That's me. Just uh, totally loyal to the damn It it might as well be a phone scam. You can share (laughs) in our World Series championship (laughs) for just $5,000. It's so true. Yeah, it might as well have an Indian accent. So I noticed that you are going to the game tonight. That is a wonderful thing. Oh, great. Yeah, thanks. Hi. Hi, Cubs. How are you? We think maybe you would be more interested in such a thing. Okay, I know what's going on here. I'll show up. Thanks, Kevin. Yeah, Kevin Kevin, the Cub operator. <laughs> Don't. Okay, well, you got the record. The Detroit Lions from 1998 to 2022 have won two, three, four, five wins, or seasons of nine or more wins. And then... Uh, the rest was, under nine? Uh, three, five, three, six. There's another one there. Six. Seven seven four six two zero. That was a rough one. Oh. Seven three five. Yeah, they're hanging around five. They they went two three five six and like, hey, we're on a roll, and then five three seven zero. <laughs> they get the trophy. <laughs> they got to be up there. They got to be one of them. Lions are just a mess. But again, Lions going to Lion. Cubs going to Cub. They've got hope this year. I hate to say this next one. Sun's going to Sun. Sons are painful because they're pretty. Sons are that pretty girl that wanders around like, how come she's not married? Where's the ring? And it's because she's crazy. Where's the cuckoo? <laughs> Something ain't right with her. Something ain't right with that girl. She's the broad of Postinos at uh, 4 o'clock on a Beautiful. Thursday. Yeah, and yeah. everybody's like, man, she's gorgeous. You take her out on a date and you realize she's either so stupid you can't tolerate her. <laughs> I, and we've all met that girl, that beautiful girl that's not even cute, whimsical, stupid. Like, quirky, funny, dumb like Jessica Simpson. She's just flat dumb. Never forget when Chuck Powell told me that about one of the girls. We all thought this one girl had the greatest butt we'd ever seen in our lives. We worked with her. Beautiful. Just, I mean, it was unbelievable. It had its own, like... Its own zip code. Well, yeah, it wasn't well, yeah. that big, but it, was, it had its own, like, kind of... Uh, governmental system it ran things differently than anything else it had its own president and it was in charge of you i went out with her on friday and it was a go oh yeah chuck how was it i left i didn't do a thing like why she was so stupid i couldn't get an erection <laughs> what her dumbness made your penis not work you wouldn't believe how hard it was to get through the night oh and chuck's had some <laughs> gems too so this oh. one must have really been chuck was gonna ask a girl to marry him until she said, uh, while watching Gone with the Wind, who wins the war? <laughs> and he He's said... been struck for the dumb thing a couple of times. The West. <laughs> but that's quirky, stupid. You can tolerate some dumb. Like some, oh, you, silly broad. And then there's some, you know, the, the Megan moments. Those are fun. But conversationally, she's just not a... Just dead in the water. Like, ah, ah. Just doesn't know. It's pathetic. Guess something, something. Check out Homework's Morning Sickness Podcast at 98kupd.com. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Holmberg's morning sickness. So that's the suns. The suns are so beautiful. Like every year you look like, man, she gets prettier every year. No ring. Nobody will put a ring on that. And it starts getting into that thing when she's, you know, Late 30s, early 40s, never been in a long relationship, never really had a marriage to, you know, something break up. You got to start looking and go, why would a beautiful woman make it this far without any of that? And that's when the real trouble kicks in because the, they want a kid more than they want a ring. And if you get past that, then when you meet their family, oh, my God. <laughs> now you now know. they've changed the family, at least. <laughs> well... The fun part, well, and this is all in the heels of this. Uh, I saw this uh, yesterday. Some lady in New York who's a model, and she's she's got that uh, no makeup face kind of stunning thing going on. This is a picture of her here. Look, she's got that going. Like she's one of these models, you know. All right. Uh, she's one of those. Woof, is that the man. one that's making the big the sugar daddy money? No, no, no. Oh. She's she, she just went outside because she's like, I'm so sick of dating online. It just doesn't work. And she's hot, like smoking hot. And she goes out with a sign that says. Um, looking for a husband. And she can't believe the response. <laughs> You're incredibly hot. And you have a sign that says, looking for a husband. You're going to get every dude you've never wanted in your life to go, I'll do it. All us normal guys look at it and go, what's wrong with her? How come somebody like that can't get a boyfriend? It's the argument Shady McCoy made. That's right, Brady. For uh, one of my favorites, for Justin Fields, <laughs> he was right because all the time you get a quarterback like Justin Fields, and they're like, he needs an offensive line and receivers. He needs playmakers, and it's like maybe the playmakers need a quarterback. Maybe it's him. Maybe it's Justin Fields that needs. You know, nobody's saying that Zach Wilson never gets that kind of a. Well, he needs playmakers. It's the the receivers need a quarterback. You need somebody to throw the ball. Not you know, guys can get open all day. You got to throw it to them. Same with hot girls. You might think that you're, you know, it's the world that's the problem, but if you're alone and gorgeous and can't lock one in, it's you. Period. That's what I was worried about with you and Medea, but she turns out to be a, a gem, a, a goof. She didn't have a marriage. She was, she's still young, though. She's not crazy old. Like, no. Had she hit 43, and she's not there yet, but no. had she hit no, that. expired. Yeah, oh, yeah, you wouldn't be with her in the first no. place. Had she hit 43 and then been she's like. She's got a few years left. <laughs> yeah, empty. You got to get afraid of that. Like, what's going on? Pretty ladies who don't have anybody and then start screaming how they can't find someone. You got to look in the mirror. It's you. But this girl's beautiful. Looking for a husband. She went from 57,000 followers to like 10 million likes. Because she's just standing outside in a pair of cut-off jean shorts and a halter top with a sign that says, looking for a husband. And every dude got half a heart on and said, I'll do it. And that's exactly what you're trying to avoid. And she's like, oh, my God, it's crazy. So then she went out, and it was kind of a funny move, which made me think maybe she is fun. She had a sign that said, uh, need cash for Cartier. And then those same dudes are like, here's the Venmo. <laughs> They're just firing money to her. I'm like, my God. 
That's the one I was Ooh, talking about. It's from a distance, but yeah, oh, up yeah, close, me, it might be a little bit uh, fluffer nutter. You know, yeah, Sophie. Sorry. She's uh, so far. Mm-hmm. It's made okay. five hundred grand this year. Doing what? Sugar daddies. Oh yeah, sugar daddies Takes is a huge thing. Take her on trips. So she's whoring around. Yep. She's and she's saying this That's is, what I would uh, do. Me too. This is how it's done, and it's really pretty easy. Sure. It's relationships with all of the... Guys want to have a good time on a trip yeah. to Italy? Yeah, it's all the bull taking off of the relationship part and going, look, I know why I'm here, and you know why I'm here. And and sometimes sugar daddy relationships turn into real relationships. They just start off without the pretense of, I'm going to buy you stuff and audition for you. You know, I'm going to buy dinners, and I'm going to take you places and whatever, and then you're going to loosen up the walls here, and then eventually I'm going to score with you. It's that currency between the legs. That's, it's currency. Yeah, women's it currency. Is. Whether you like it or not, that's a truth. And that's why you hold back on payment for most good ones. Hold back on payment until the dude has gone and proven that he can afford things. Six months. Good Lord, six months. Well, I'm talking the Brady payment plan. Well, well Brady holds, Brady's currency is also between his legs. It's called his wallet. He keeps it in his taint. That way it's hard to get to when he buys stuff for lunch. Can't reach my wallet. It's in my taint. You cover it. Yeah, yeah, Ronnie bought three or four dinners before Brady finally put out. When I Apple Pay, <laughs> I just teabag the machine. Yeah, that's... Boop, boop. I paid with my nuts. I'm tapping. I'm tapping. <laughs> Tap it. Tapped. Yeah, Brady's currency is his wallet. You've done a lot of good things here, Ronnie, and I'm going to buy you a dinner. You've bought me four, so I'm going to put out. It's two for Tuesday. Yeah, every guy does it. We all go out with the, I'll take in. And then the women now, nowadays, the modern move is to act as if you were interested in paying. In the, I'll pay for my part. All right. No, no, no. Traditionally, a man pays for a lady. Oh, he's, check that box. Oh, he's doing door. He opens doors. Yep. I had that discussion with Megan a while ago. Well, when you first start going out with someone, you open doors. You know, you know like open doors for me. Like, you grab the door. While I'm holding another door open, she opens the other door. I'm like, I don't even have a chance to open doors for her. She doesn't pay attention to it anyway. It's not Stretch Armstrong. No, I, I, I will literally open a double door to a place and hold it, and she'll open the other one. I'm like, you made me look like an idiot. Oh, I didn't know that's what you were doing. And then, and then you hear like a couple months later, well, you don't open doors for me anymore. The only reason I used to open doors for the car because I had to fart. It's the only reason men open car doors for women. It's the only reason. That will, the only reason. We'll open your car door. Oh, thank you. And you get in. When that car door shuts, we are farting all the way around the car. All the way around it. After a few years of marriage, and I don't believe in this, but I know this is what happens. Dude's just fart in the car. <laughs> and that's it. You're disgusting. Whatever. I've got You're, here. You're here. You're locked down. <laughs> Nothing you can do about it. The other thing is, I mean, for me, I've got at least two to three minutes because when we park, to get out of the car, sometimes it can take up to two minutes before they open their door because they're oh, putting things out. away, yeah. maybe changing uh, their hair. Yeah. You're, you're talking about restaurants, though. It seems like an eternity to you because you've run into it does. the restaurant. You, you've run to the door. It of the is. Restaurant. They're yeah. on the clock. <laughs> you're like an Ethiopian. Brady at a restaurant in the parking lot. It's like an Ethiopian's being dropped off at McDonald's. <laughs> he runs to the door. I have witnessed it when we all get out of the car and the band leader's 15, 20 feet ahead of everyone. I've, I've said it to Ronnie. I'm like, wow, he walks way far ahead. I'm going to a restaurant. He always does that. That, Costco. 
Brady's a walk-ahead guy. And with great determination. I'm a door opener. Here you go. Oh, okay. You're going to open it yourself anyway? Well, then, f*** you. <laughs> you don't open doors for me anymore. Okay. I'm not even getting into this. I already got you. I'm good. I'm shut doors on you in a second. You keep this up. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So blah, blah, blah to your I can't find a man. If you're decent looking and you can't find a man, it's your personality that's the problem. And guess what, sister? That's not going to last all your life. Check your breath. Yeah, if check your breath and realize that your looks ain't going to carry you. How long, Brett? 39 and... <laughs> 39, uh, 11, 25. Yep. That's it. 39 years, 11 months, 25 11, days. 59. Yeah, yeah. Hey, look, Cinderella, you're almost 40. If you haven't pulled it down now, you better start developing some great storytelling skills. You're on the clock. You are on the <laughs> clock. Own doomsday clock. <laughs> oh, it is. Because they start getting weird after 40 about how they're irrelevant and gone. They're not wrong. If you haven't locked it in. I'm too old for that. What? Thong underwear. Oh, 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 what happened to you? You're turning into your mother. These giant underpants will do. Oh, no, they won't. It's weird. But if you're alone, 39, 11, 25, you've got five days to develop a personality, or you're going to be real disappointed through your 40s. And that's those ladies that you end up seeing who are still pretty good in their 40s. And their husband's like, gray. <laughs> He's, I'll take it. <laughs> All about learning to play video games, following them. And don't do it unless you mean it, though. You have to actually develop that skill. Because your looks only get you so far. Men, we start looking better. Fine line. That's why we develop personalities somewhere in our 20s going, man, this is hard. I can't just show her my D. She'd hate that. Some have tried. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, plenty of guys are like, look at it. It's great. I don't have that skill. I had to develop a personality. He's sort of ugly, but he's funny. He's charming. Yeah, right. That'll work. I did that for my friends. <laughs> no, you do it to try to have somebody in your life. But hot girls standing out. I don't feel sorry for any hot girl that's got a sign that says, I'm looking for love. You know how easy it is for you to find love? You need to find a personality. You act like you need weapons on the corners, receivers? No. You need to be a better quarterback. Period. That's all there is to it. It's like a man, six foot ten. I can't play basketball. Oh, that's a, that is so. And it would be like a man, six foot ten, sign, standing out with a sign saying, "Looking for basketball the, uh, game." Oh, oh, you you go anywhere. Everybody wants you to play. You're six ten. Just go to the court. Nobody wants to play with me. How are you bad at it? Said DeAndre. Oh, DeAndre Ayton. He's, that's the key to the whole thing. Everybody's still... And DeAndre Ayton got paid $30 million just because he's seven feet tall. He hasn't proven anything yet. Just give him $30 million. Eventually, this whole seven-foot thing's going to kick in. Not always. Dominating. Yes, something, something. Check out Homework's Morning Sickness Podcast at 98kupd.com. Holmberg's morning sickness. And that one friend was seven feet three inches tall. Seven three. And he hated basketball. You know what he played? Volleyball. There's no money in that. And not even the fun volleyball, just like rec league team volleyball. I'm like, no. 
You get your ass in a pair of Speedos and you stand out on that beach and you start making some red sand money. Some Quicksilver stuff will come your way. Get out there. Go introduce yourself to Karch Karai and learn to hit a ball. He worked in the medical field at seven feet three. And I know I'm so sick of people asking me if I play basketball. It's like being named Jeeves. You're supposed to be a butler. You're seven feet tall. Grab a basketball, dunk it a few times, and just get in the way of the other guy. I had a buddy who was 6'10". He worked on cars oh, oh. and constantly bashing his head under the lift and stuff. I'm like, what are you doing here? What? I don't like basketball. I'm, good at I'm this. like, even if you suck, yes. you're going to make the league minimum. What the hell's wrong with you? You're going to make it. Yeah. Just put a little effort in. That's ex- that's a great comparison. A seven foot man not playing basketball is the same as a hot girl that pretends she can't find a decent guy. It's your fault. Left handed people, why you're not pitching is beyond me. For a while there, that's all the Major League Baseball just looked for people with left arms. They didn't care if you had a right arm on your body at all. You need one of those. Therefore, Toledo's going to start going. And off Toledo should feel like he. I guarantee you, and he doesn't say so. The day his left handed son who was being told by professional baseball players, you've got a weird angle. That ball's moving good. You're young. This is, there's, I see potential in you. He goes to Toledo, and the second most disappointing day in Toledo's life, the first birth, second was when his son <laughs> said, I don't want to play baseball. I know for a fact, Toledo may not admit this, but I'll say it for him. He stopped loving that kid a little bit. Like, Can't blame him. Where the, where the bar for... And then you have to say what parents say with just, I hope he's happy and he does whatever he wants. Bull. You wanted him to play baseball and it hurt deep down inside when your left-handed kid didn't play. Now, you have to be a decent person and not force them to play. Although you would Um, try for a couple years. Wrong. You should still play. You'll regret this. And you know what the third worst day in his life is going to be? When he's about 26 and he's working in some sort of a modeling agency. (laughs) Lander boy. And he's not making much money as a male model. He's thinking about porn, and he turns to his dad and goes, maybe you didn't push me to play baseball harder. And then Toledo's just going to pour gasoline all over the boy and walk out of the room and hope that a spark flashes. Well, I would I would write him a character letter if he did that. <laughs> I would, too. <laughs> he had a left-handed son who was getting attention from pro baseball players when he was, like, 12. And then he turned and said he didn't want to play. Had the nerve 10 years later to say, somehow that's my fault. So I burned him up. I'm beautiful and I just can't find a man. Ask. You get anyone you want. Oh, it's not that easy. No, you're making it difficult. Doesn't make sense. As a six foot man, I look at six foot seven and taller and wonder, why did you struggle? I'm not very coordinated. You should have tried harder. You could be playing in Italy in some dump league. Brittany Griner's a professional basketball player and I've seen her play. She's horrible at it. Just horrible for 6'8". But you know what she did? She, she's a girl who's 6'8". I think she's a girl. She's a girl who's 6'8". And she's like, I may not be good at it, but I'm 6'8". Nobody in this league stopping me even if I'm bad. And that's a fact. And I can slightly dunk. And I can, I can do very gentle dunking. <laughs> it's more of a dip than a dunk. It's more of a, I touched it. Oop. Yeah. It's more of, I don't think it's a dunk so much as it is just a rim accomplishment. It's a high five to the rim. Yeah, it's a high five. Yeah, it's a lower palm high five to the rim where her fingers go just over the edge, but she's already coming down to her, so she can't grab it. It's not a dunk. It's a grazing. I don't know what we would call that. Like a dunk is clearly like a donut and coffee. This is more like, uh, 
almost like skipping a stone across a pond. You're, you're in there, but it's setting it down. <laughs> you're gently placing the ball in. It's a gentle placement. Brittany Griner with a gentle placement of the ball into the net. But yeah, she was. I'll give her credit for that. She was smart enough to go. I'm six eight. Until this league catches up, now these bitches are going to be close to me. So she's traveling all the world, making million dollars in Russia, all the weed she wants for a certain amount of time. <laughs> and she's not very good at basketball. She really isn't. She's slow, bad at ball handling. Her shots average at best. You can't stop her because she's bigger than everybody. Genius. And you just develop that skill in high school when you're... I felt so bad for the guys who were like 6'10". They're the ones I really feel bad for. Uh, like the guy I went to high school with who was 6'10", named Marlon. Went off to Kentucky, Eastern Kentucky University. Freshman year, his knee exploded. Like now he's 6'10 and can't play basketball. At least he oh, tried, he, Yeah, but he and he loved it. That was yeah. the worst part. Remember our buddy Todd Merrill? Yeah. 6'4", 6'3", black guy. I found out I had a weekly basketball game on Tuesdays. And he's like, I'm going with you. I'm like, you coming out? That'd be great. And we're picking teams, and I was a captain. I'm like, that guy right there. Picked the six-foot, four-inch black guy who evidently had never played basketball in his entire existence. He was dribbling with both hands at one point. It was so bad. I was laughing, like, come on, Todd, knock it off. You've seen basketball, right? And he goes, well, I don't know. I can't control it. And then the next thing you know, you'd pass him the ball. It would bounce off his chest. His hands didn't work. He had the reaction time of a blind infant. You picked DeAndre over Luca. I picked, no, I picked no. Todd Merrill over <laughs> Luca. It was terrible. But get him in the water, you got a black barracuda. And he swims like nobody's business. It didn't make any sense. It broke all the boundaries. I had to go to, I was on bed rest for a week after I found that out. He's bad at basketball. He swims like a seal. It's amazing. Yeah, I prefer swimming. I got to go lay down. This doesn't make sense. So yeah, beautiful ladies, knock it off. And Cubs, quit hitting me. And I hate to say, sorry, Diamondbacks, but Diamondbacks are in it too. Diamondbacks are kind of a team on the bubble. This is a big series, actually. It's a big September series. They lost now. two in a row, though. Yeah, man, man. Cubs did, too. So the team they're chasing is right on top of them. They're two and a half, two, three games apart. That's a good a good little matchup for that wild card spot. These two, This is a big series. If the D-backs win it, tip your cap. Because neither of these teams are going anywhere, I'll tell you that. As a Cub fan, I do know this. To quote Logan Roy, I love you, but you're not serious people. This is not really a thing. If there weren't five slots for the playoffs, you'd be a third-place team. And like, nah, almost. Nice try. But, uh, yeah, it's September. Cubs going to Cub. But they're in town. Then I love my Cubby Blue. I see that logo sometimes, and I'm like, damn it. And it, it's, it will take me back to my basement in Indiana watching old WGN games with Jack Brickhouse when I see the logo sometimes. And I, it, Dansby Swanson's in the jersey. doesn't matter. I see that logo, and I'm like, oh, that just... All that love I felt as a little kid for that. I had that logo all over my room. Little cubby bears everywhere. I was addicted to them. Still in there. He's still in there. It's kind of sad. I moved all my Cubs jerseys and Cubs shirts earlier this year into a drawer into the guest room. Ooh. So I'm like, well, I'm not going to wear these this year because I'm not, I'm not. Like all the jerseys were players that don't play there. Rizzo, Brian. I'm like, they got rid of the whole team I loved for these, you know. These losers. And now they're winning. Damn it. It's not like you can get rid of them. 
either. Oh, I'm not getting rid of them. I'll never get rid of them. But now they're nostalgic and in a drawer because I can't wear them. I can't wear a Chris Bryant jersey. To the, it looks like I'm poor. And that's, that's, that's where they get to. They got you. Got to buy a new one. I can't get rid of it. But if it were Chris Bryant, it's like he hasn't had money for a new jersey in five years. Like, damn it, it's not true. I just don't want to spend on any of these guys. You're supposed to get a Kyle Hendricks. That's boring. Isby Swanson's supposed to be there for seven years. We'll see. I don't know. Sports. They got us by the short hairs. You're a Bears fan. You know better than anybody. A Bears and a White Sox. Yeah, fan. but I buy like oh. with Bears stuff. It's a. Uh, you know, Dick Buckus jersey. Yeah. Yeah. You, know. you go back to a time you oh, never yeah. saw. Gail Sayers. <laughs> Brian, yeah. hang yeah. on, another Got 20 that Brian years. Piccolo on the way. <laughs> oh, that's a great jersey. The late Brian Piccolo. Might as well. It, it, but it's all players you've never even seen play right. the game. Right. Since you've been alive, there's Walter Payton and maybe Mike Singletary. Yeah. That's it. Fensick. All right, you're really pushing it one of those got a Gary Fensick jersey. You're kind of, you're just related to Gary Fensick. Just hang yourself. (laughs) He went to Harvard. We know Gary Fensick was an impressive white safety. We get it. Move on. (laughs) You had your choice of Fensick, Singletary, The Fridge, uh, McMichael, Dent, and you chose Fensick. You're a racist. (laughs) You're just in the clan. You, there's no question. If I saw somebody in a Gary Fensick, I'm like, you chose Fensick over everybody on that team? Yeah, it's the best one. You're in the clan. <laughs> you just like white players. What, is, what are you talking about? You had McMahon Fensick. even. Plank. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, imagine NFL.com pulling him out going, <laughs> <laughs> blowing yeah. all the dust off it. Somebody yeah, has a Matt Suey jersey. <laughs> Who's is this? Oh, the guy in the hood. I see. Okay, smart. There's no reason to ever have any of those guys. Gary Fensick. Yeah, <laughs> the Steelers '70s team. You didn't have a choice. I think they were racist. All their linebackers were white: Jack Ham, Jack Lambert, Andy Russell. But you get the Joe Green jersey. The dude's the best player they've ever had. But yeah, if you had a Mike Wagner jersey from the '70s teams, you're in the clan. <laughs> he was a good safety. You're in the clan. I mean, even black guys buy the Jack Lambert jersey. They know. That isn't a clan pick. That was a great dude. But Mike Wagner, clan. Why don't you just get a Matt Barr? Does that come with a hood, too? Yeah. <laughs> I like the one, the hoodie ones, the big white hoods. We don't sell those, sir. Oh, you're going to. I'm going to sell one on there and start my own franchise. Anyway, let's get a wake-up song, shall we? 585-9800. A good one! We'll scream it together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! It's out of control now. 